Hey guys, uh, God Stories here. We're having to make a video um, of God Stories and then upload it today because there's uh, we don't have much um, internet uh, service because we're in Africa. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> and uh, we're headed to Swaziland right now. This is Vernon David. Hello. Back here, this is my brother. He's not my friend, but this is my brother. We've known each other for uh, many years. Back here in the back, trying to be like a hood, is is Anthony. Can you see him back there? Hello, Anthony. And right back there is Luke Twainy. He's riding with us as well. You might want to say hello to your mom and daddy. That way you can get on the good side. Okay, he says that mom and dad mumbles it. But, uh... <laughs> I wanted to do these God story. We tried to do it live, but uh, but I, I felt like it was important, maybe to share what's going on here, uh, because we've had some a supernatural thing to happen for us here as a congregation uh, with the Eagles. That's what, uh, of course, you've heard me talk about. Most of you have heard me talk about uh, the Eagles Fellowship that is in uh, Durban, actually in the suburb of Phoenix or Ottawa would it be, would it be Ottawa? Currently meeting in Ottawa. Yeah, Ottawa. And uh, of course, you know, we've, all, we've had a church there with made out of containers which has been wonderful. It's a lot better than what we were in. <laughs> we were just yeah. we were just talking about how uh, years ago we had, uh, we were meeting up in the top of this uh <laughs> This building where the, the room was so small and then uh, had this carpet that was folded up on the stage and the stage was maybe how, how big? Yeah. Two meters. Yeah, two meters. <laughs> Real small and uh, in this little room and then everybody would uh, had these stairs that you know lead to downstairs and go outside and people would be sitting on the stairs. And uh, now we have this uh, great you know, church with made out of containers, but uh, in the recent days, uh, the Lord's upgrading us, yeah. and uh, He's giving us um, a building which is uh, really supernatural. Uh, Vernon wanted to wait until I got here just to sit down and be able to uh, talk to the pastor that is so humble. I don't know if I've ever met a, a more humble man than uh, the pastor yeah. and uh, I wanted Vernon to share the story of how this occurred uh, we're still in the, the stages of you know getting things prepared but uh, I'd like for him to share how this thing panned out uh, especially in detail of what happened the other day with us when we had all those folks but I, I want to remind everybody those that really follow us, you know, last year I shared about it's time for family and uh, we're going to start seeing people, you know, merging together and instead of church, we're going to start having family. And when you start seeing that merge of people coming together, uh, you're going to see churches come together. And uh, that's basically what has happened. You know, we've got, uh, of course, the church with the Eagles. And now you got another church that's wanting to merge, which is really a first fruits 
of that sign that we talked about last year of the family of God coming back together. So, Bernie, can you just share what happened with uh, how this all came about? Yeah, this is it's very simple, actually. Um, we've just been meeting with a pastor, a friend of ours, a really good man. We met him. And uh, he's at a point in his life where he says, hey, listen, I, I would love to come to Eagles and bring my church along and come under the ministry of Eagles. And uh, he's been working on a building and trying to complete it for many years. And uh, he's probably 90% there. And at this point in his life, he says, listen, I just, Vernon, if you want it, it's yours. Take it. It's as simple as that. There's no... No hidden agendas. There's nobody trying to build their own kingdom. It's just God involved, and God is building His church. That's to me the most amazing thing, you know. And so we're excited. We're excited that we've got uh, this property. I think the building itself could hold about maybe three, four hundred people in it, uh, and it's got an expansion where we can grow. And put in another 200 people. Uh, it's got facilities where we could get a school going, and uh, so we're excited. And the, the area that it's catering for has really been a hard cry for me. And uh, so we get to minister to the kids, uh, the folk that are in Phoenix. And uh, Phoenix is a low-cost uh, Indian township. So during apartheid. Uh, they took all the Indian folk and they placed them in Phoenix. And it's also the largest Indian community outside India. There's a lot of poverty there as well. Absolutely. So I know God's putting us in the right space and we're pretty much in the middle of Phoenix. So where, where that place is centered is very much central. And uh, I'm just excited. We're just excited. We've got stuff to do, stuff to finish. Uh, but Tell them, tell them what happened to us when we when we went to we we went and saw the church, yeah. right? And then uh, then there's people that came uh, because you want them to come and yeah. look at it. And, and the folks that are helping us are actually not in the church. Yeah, the the people that are that are gonna volunteer to help, they're construction guys, right? Yes. And uh, and I I know them and uh, not as well as he does, but. Uh, but they're wonderful people. I mean, and our architect's not not even a Christian. Yeah, the uh, yeah the architect is uh, a Hindu, and he came. He was one of the first ones there to meet yes. us because he wanted to help us kind of see what we were going to work with. Absolutely, and uh, the two guys in construction, and civil engineering, and uh, they, they're not they don't even belong to our church. They're just excited about what God is doing, and I think when we really talk about the kingdom of God, it's not in your building it's God's it belongs to him and he'll raise whoever he wants to to help you yeah. so you know the thing is you can't get locked up in your own preconceived ideas of how God's gonna help you right God's gonna help you whatever way he chooses to help you so he bring people that don't belong to your church you'll bring people who don't belong to your faith right. <laughs> they'll put them all together and for you to actually ask them Please help me, and we and get they come. That's it, and they come because when God is there, people come. You should have seen these guys, y'all. when we got there, 
they started walking the grounds and saying, this is what we can do. And then they, there's a whole, what, what did they say? Was it 200 meters behind? Yes. And there's a whole plot of land behind the... 200 square feet. Yeah, 200 square feet. And, and uh, it's a big mound. Uh, goes up like a hill. But they're already planning on pushing all that dirt out and extending the building. <laughs> That's 200 square meters. Yeah, 200 yeah. square meters. And then broadening the the land outward. And, and the ideas are coming from them, not me. Right. Them. Yeah, that's right. So 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 if God can give you the heart for something, he may not necessarily give you the plan for it. Right, exactly. Somebody so, else has the plan. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so so I don't have to be overwhelmed. I I'm I'm an, I do education, man. And there was a few there was a few guys there that were just kind of standing around, just kind of stunned. Because one of them was saying, uh, do these people go to your church? And he goes, no, they don't go to your church. They go to your church. And they go, no, they don't go to my church. They don't go to anybody's church. <laughs> <laughs> but they were, I mean, even, it, it was kind of pretty neat to see Vernon walking around. And you see these, I call them godly men. Absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, and Vernon's asking these guys, can we put this type of design on the front of the building? I want pillars here. And they're going, glass. Yeah, he said, I want all glass in the front. And he said, I don't want it to look, look like a church. And they're saying, oh, no problem. We'll, we'll, we can get that done. And they, they were describing how they could do it. But the amazing part about it, it was not what they were going to build. It's their heart. I mean, they were willing to... Yes to do that you know I mean and I asked one of them I don't want to say their names but but I asked one of them you know about why he was doing this what do you what, what's causing you to do this he goes he said to me I've been waiting to do this well, you think about it I mean, you, yeah. he, this man's been waiting to do this and you really think about things of that nature. I mean, God's timing is so perfect. You know, a building comes up, you've got a guy that's a construction, that's in construction, has been waiting to do something like this for a church. And here we are, right in the middle of God's plan. But, but we've, we've just finished off pretty much our last piece of paperwork that needs to be approved. And that's your traffic regulations. So that that's can, for the youth center. Yeah. But but now to build the youth center we need a place. Right. So 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 God just fixes it up in such a way that he, he doesn't get us to rent anyway, just says, Okay, we'll give you something else to do. While you build the youth center, we'll get this sorted out. And so it, it, the timing cannot be more appropriate. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that that's the first thing I thought. I mean, some of you guys uh, that are not that you know are, are new to this following us on Facebook uh, we put up a we put up from time to time about us building a youth center here and uh, what's going to happen is there's there's been a lot of paperwork you have to go through you wouldn't believe the type of paperwork you so have to go through so here that's like fifty thousand dollars worth yeah, of paperwork exactly and to build it to build this stuff and they have just finished all the paperwork where they could actually break ground at the original place where the container church is. Yes. And so uh, now that they've finished that, 
you know, this church comes up to where it can be given to them, donate them. So now we can move the, the yeah. people from the container church over to a really nice building and then be able to move the containers yeah. so that, you know, we can dig foundation for the youth center. But all that, that has just happened with what? Within recent, when did you, when did you finish the paper stuff? You all the, I sent you the mail. Yeah. So it's two like, weeks, uh, two weeks ago. Yeah, two weeks ago. Yeah. And then you get a call about this church. Yeah. That's crazy. See, things like that don't happen. But I will tell you that uh, from coming here for the last 15 years, uh, they've been faithful. These people, the folks here are just wonderful people. I mean, they are literally my family, Susan's family, uh, Stephen's family. But if you, I mean, if, if you came here, you probably not want to go back because they know how to do community. That's one thing that, you know, I see back in America, Paris, and if I was to compare anything would be that we need this type of community. I mean, his best friend, one of his best friends named Vanis, he wanted to be so close to Vernon that he built his house next to him on a dead end road. He got this big mansion in the middle of Phoenix. I mean, that's just the way they are there. And, uh, so I believe that, you know, even the, oh, and I can tell you this too, the, the pastor and the leadership, uh, we ended up praying for them because they met us at the church, you know, and, and, uh, when all the construction guys even got there and, uh, they even felt like family. Yeah. I mean, they couldn't believe that this was going on, that they just handed, you know, the church over and uh, now we have people coming yeah. and making these plans to actually finish what he started. I mean, the, the man just weeped mm. when we were praying for him, praying for his wife, uh, his leadership, the daughter. It was just precious. And I, I can tell you that uh, there's a chapter in Nehemiah, or chapter uh, Four Nehemiah, Nehemiah four. You know, it's, we all know the the guy Nehemiah. He was a cupbearer, but then he gets this idea. He's kind of like a school principal, <laughs> and he gets this idea to you know build a, the walls back. And he was a nobody, you know. But isn't it funny that a, a nobody is actually written in canonized scripture? That's it. I mean, that says a lot. So he gets this idea, and he gets all this favor from the king, which is what's happening now. You're getting all this favor from all these things that are around you, you know, because God's giving you an idea. And now that the idea starts getting implemented, all these people start coming around, which is really supernatural, I'm telling you. With what's, what they have to battle here is nothing compared to, you know, to what we battle at home. But there's a, there's a scripture, I was pulling it up, where Nehemiah is building this, this wall. And of course, everybody knows about, you know, Sanballat 
and all of this crew tries to send all these accusations to them to really try to wear them out and and really not do the work. But uh, but these people that helped Nehemiah evidently wasn't listening, most of them not listening to all the jealousy that was going against them and the mockery. Because it says after they, you know, encountered some of this in verse 6, it says, it says, so we built the wall. This is after accusation. This is after trying to send, you know, doubt and fear. They said, it says, so we built the wall and the entire wall was joined together up to half its height for the people had them a mind to work. And that's that's really what we encountered Sunday. Oh yeah. And the crazy thing about this when we went to uh, we went to the first time with the pastor, uh, the Lord gave us uh, Isaiah fifty five. Yeah. And it basically says come and buy you know food with no money and uh and it, it gives this whole list matter of fact i'll i'll pull it up because this i think this is important for us <clears throat> isaiah 55 This is probably going to. This, this will probably follow us for the rest of our life. It says, "Everyone who thirsts, come to the waters, and you who have no money, come buy and eat." And that's exactly what's happening. Because <laughs> we have no money. <laughs> oh yeah. You just spend all of the church money on just getting paperwork done. <laughs> And it says, come and buy and eat. Yes. It's like yeah. he's trying to tell us. Yes, it sounds crazy. It says, yes, yeah. come. Buy wine and milk without money and without price. <laughs> so some of this stuff that's gonna, that's starting to happen, it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, I think, you know, if it's happening for us, it's probably happening for people that are watching this video, you know? Yeah. I think you tend to constrain your thinking and your dreams because you lack money and so the lack of money must not be the lack of vision no, that's you shouldn't good. equate that you know it's separate things say that again real loud so they can hear that the lack of money must not equate the lack of vision so that's good so evidently you're living that absolutely <laughs> you can see it <laughs> <laughs> but the can you t can you tell them a little bit? Even with the since we talked about the church, can you can you give just a a quick synopsis of what you're going to use the youth center for? Uh, well, basically, you know, we've got 27 percent unemployment in our country. There is such a high amount of absenteeism with teachers at schools. So kids that go to school are going to school, but they're not teachers there. So one of the things that we're doing is we're teaching the kids the stuff that they haven't learned at school. And we do that free of charge from Monday to Friday. We feed them at 3 p.m. And then we just teach them stuff that they haven't learned 
whether it's in maths and English, social studies, geography. And um, so the youth center basically becomes a community center, helping young people uh, discover their hidden potentials and their giftings and their aptitudes. And so we've been doing it for a long, long time. And in South Africa, the only way we can change the crime in our country is not complaining about it. It's not having more police or more prisons. It's by educating them. And when you start to educate a child and then share Jesus with that child, that's it. That's it. It's not, not difficult. Now, somebody once said it's better to build a fence at the top of a cliff than a hospital in the bottom. Yeah. And that's basically what we're doing. We'd rather put a fence at the top of the cliff so that these kids don't have to fall and then we're spending millions and millions on trying to deal with crime issues, poverty issues. Um, we just need to get them education. So our youth center, that's what we're doing. We're doing it for 23 years, Brad. Yeah. So it's, this is not something that just a good idea we're doing right. for a little while. Right. And we've had kids come through our system from very, very poor backgrounds. And today they're doing well. And so we want to we want to leave something behind on the earth that continues to take care of poor kids. And do you feel like gives them hope? Do you feel like we can put like like computers and so forth, oh, like yeah. desktops and yes, stuff in there? Yes. I mean, currently we have twenty Little tablets. IPads, like, yeah. yeah. And um, we've got the entire South African curriculum in it, and we've got uh, hooked onto the internet. And each one of these kids. And listen, you've seen. Some of these kids' homes are slightly bigger than this vehicle. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And so they get their own email address. Um, what does that make the kids feel like when they're... I mean, have you seen it when they're... Like they have something? We're giving them a dream, man. Mm. That's what we're doing. Just, we're giving this kid a vision. Right? The moment they, they may not even see it. Because the whole system is rigged against the poor. And all we do is we just want to we want to educate the poor just enough, um, but keep them trapped, so they'll stay poor. And we can't do that. Uh, I don't think we're not going to allow that to happen in our lifetime. Right. That's going to change. So. Now, one of the things you said, which I I want to say this, but let them know too yeah. what you deal with. Uh, and correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Wrong, by the way. Uh, one of the problems you've had, though, is you've needed a van because these kids are walking miles uh, to get to the the yeah. container church, and some of them are being taken by they're witch doctors. They're yeah, getting kidnapped yeah. by witch doctors. Yeah. And they're using their bones and their stuff. Body parts. Their body parts yeah. for their potions and all that. See, like, now it's winter, and the sun goes down earlier, so parents get concerned and it's happened where kids get kidnapped it's too dark so so here it is child needs to learn and uh, the only way they're going to do that is by getting extra lessons free of charge but now they can't get to that place because it's too dangerous that's basically it so but they want to get there oh yeah oh yeah yeah uh, I mean, we can talk about amazing things out there, but we can't deal with this at a heart level yeah. and, and, and just be obedient to the Lord. Everything else is just a noisy sound, clanging cymbal. 
Right. But that that leads to the next thing. I mean, really, the only reason we're doing all this stuff is because we love love them. Absolutely. I mean, it has nothing to do with trying to build some kind of organization. <laughs> you, you know, know me. Yeah. We're just trying to help somebody. We're just trying to leave something behind for the next generation. Amen. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Well, guys, that's the uh, that's the God story for today. I hope that uh, kind of blesses you and even may even give you an uh, awakening. You know what we yeah. what we really deal with, and not only in just in our in our own lives, but in, our, in this country, there's there's people that are hurting, and there's people hurting in the back in the states that a lot of people don't even know. We, I've got a friend that does you know homeless ministry. He's been doing it for years, and he said he's told me he said, "Well, if you're not looking for the homeless, you can't see them." Yes, you know, and uh, but that's so true. You know, you know, if you when you start taking care of the poor, you start taking care of the homeless. You will see the power of God in action. Don't wait to experience the power of God just in a church, and that's good. But you'll experience such great power when you're in the darkness. I totally believe that. And when you're in the light. Amen. Well, guys, we love you, and uh, thank you for having me. Oh yeah, thank you, Vernon. Oh, and the, if you want to uh, help help us in building this you know and finishing the church or even supplying a van you know the money for a van or if you want to come over here you know and, and help these guys please email us uh, or you can uh, even if you want to donate um, money and uh, to the Eagles Fellowship to help get this thing finished it's I think it's Eagles Community uh, it's at Gmail right Community SA. Oh yeah, Eagles Community SA at gmail.com. And then if you PayPal it, the good thing about American money, it's like 14 times <laughs> uh, worth uh, over here. So it's I think the last time I saw the exchange was 14.5 to the American dollar. So a little goes a long way here, guys. I'm telling you, even though. Luke back here has been buying all kinds of he he could fill up Joseph's storehouse with candy and, and clothes <laughs> but uh, we love you and uh, thank you if you need to get a hold of us you can get on our Living Vine website www.livingvineministries.org and contact us that way if you have any questions and, or we can even the questions that we can ask will uh, forward the emails uh, to Vernon. Yeah. And uh, matter of fact, is there an email that these guys could maybe reach you at? Vernon seven 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 at me me dot com. Vernon seven 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 at me dot com. V e r n o n. Yeah, V e r n o n. I have to say that because he's Indian and I'm. <laughs> <laughs> They talk so fast over here. <laughs> He's at, this is actually slow. Yes. <laughs> but we love you guys. Uh, thanks for watching the video. And uh, we'll try to put some more pictures up 
Maybe even one where it's swazzling. All right, grace, grace. <laughs>